Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy, Logan. And today, we have the big review for you all, Halloween Ends. So, to clarify exactly uh, what happened, so... Halloween Ends dropped last night on Peacock at midnight, and I watched it at midnight. Well, not exactly. It was like 12.30 or something like that because I was doing workouts. And I went to bed around 3 o'clock in the morning because the movie was about two hours. And then I recorded my first um, review of this, and then I you know, chose I didn't want to do that because I was a little bit sleepy and I couldn't articulate my thoughts on the movie that well. So I said, fuck it, I'll do it again tomorrow. And that leads us to today. So, um, of course, this is the uh, second um, time of me recording this podcast. But before we get into the review, I would just like to say go subscribe to my Rumble account. Um, if you are someone that wants to listen to Manosphere content, advice on dating, the world we live, how to be a man, coming from more of a traditional lens, and just telling you straight up facts, 100% unfiltered and no tiptoe bullshit. We just say it how it is. Um, and then, of course, go follow my Getter account. Because if my Instagram, for some reason, gets taken down, I have a Getter for PC Boys Uncensored. And, obviously, if my Instagram gets taken down, it'll become the main platform where I post stuff for my um, Uncensored uh, podcast and this podcast as well. So, go give my Getter a follow. Um, uh, obviously, follow the Instagram PC Boys podcast on Instagram, follow the Discord, the link is in the bio of the Instagram account, and that is where you can get in contact with me about potential podcasting topics, or if you guys just want to interact with me, um, it's a, the easiest way for me to interact with the community as a whole, uh, but without further ado, let's get into Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends, um, this movie, there's a lot uh, for me to say about this, It's this movie is so weird, and different that I don't exactly know how I'm going to go through this podcast. We're going to start off with basically um, plot synopsis of what happens in the movie. Then we're going to go into the things that I liked and and then the things that I didn't like. And then there's going to be a whole section about Michael Myers in and of itself, okay? So, uh, first of all, let's start with the basic plot. So, in Halloween 20... Or, on Halloween of 2019, Corey Cunningham is babysitting this kid and accidentally kills him. And this sets the motion for the most of the movie because most of the movie revolves around this new Corey character. Um, and essentially, he's, uh, you know, getting bullied... Um, because of this whole thing, he's having to deal with the fallout and trauma that Laurie Strode is writing her memoirs of the whole incidents of 2018, 1978, and Halloween Kills, um, and is trying to move on with her life, and the community around her is still looking at her as a bad guy, thinking that she created Michael Myers and whatnot, and then Allison is also dealing with that same treatment just because she's related to Laurie, so they're, so all three of these characters, Corey, Laurie, and Allison are all having to deal with, like, community backlash. Um, for different reasons, and 
So all this is going on. We get to see Will Patton, Sheriff Hawkins back, of course. Um, and he's, you know, essentially in love with Lori. He doesn't get a lot of screen time in this movie, um, but when they are on screen together, you can feel somewhat of a chemistry, I guess you could say, but I've seen more convincing relationships. Corey and Allison are also together in this movie, which, honestly, I don't mind that. I think that the relationship dynamic between the two you can feel, um... However, I just think it was very contrived, uh, the way that the relationship came about. Basically, Corey gets bullied, um, ends up getting his chocolate milk, uh, glass bottle broken, and his hand falls into it, so he has to go to the hospital where he meets Allison, and they kind of flirt with each other as she tries to fix, uh, fix up his dumbass hand. Um, and, and then, so, after all this, right... So, we keep moving forward with the movie, and, um, you know, they end up going to a party together, and then, uh, the mother of the child that was killed in the beginning of the movie sees Corey there and starts to flip shit at him, so he leaves, flips shit at Allison, walks away, his bullies meet up with him that night, pull over, start pushing him around and shit, and throw him over a bridge, and then they leave. Michael Myers comes out of the sewer and drags Corey back to his place where Corey ends up waking up and coming face to face with Michael looking into his eyes, doing some sort of like transference of evil shit. And then Corey leaves, kills this old homeless dude because, well, the homeless guy was trying to kill him. I, I really don't understand that. Um, so there's that, uh, whole thing. But, uh, yeah, so there's that, then Corey ends up going to Allison's, Corey tends to go to Allison a lot in this movie, they kind of just end up with each other, um, and they go on a walk, and he apologizes for all of his shit, and he goes on this, uh, downhill spiral from this point, um, in this movie, man, the, the, the killing is not really there for me, but yeah, so no, he goes downhill, um, but him and Allison end up going out to eat, and her ex-boyfriend, Doug Mullaney, which, if you don't know who this character is, if you remember the Halloween Kills in the flashback scene with um, Lonnie Elam, and you had the two girls and that one, like, guy with the really dumbass, like, shaggy-looking hair that said, don't fuck with the Mullaney's, I'm guessing that's who this character is, but all grown up. But anyway, so Corey leads, uh, you know, gets into a, you know, argument with him at the restaurant because he used to date Allison and he's standing up for Allison and Alice, you know, he drops Allison off. Then Doug ends up following him and Corey leads him to the underpass where he tries to choke him out and then gets thrown off of him, and then leads Doug into the sewer where Michael is, and Michael goes to chew, uh, you know, uh, to kill or strangle Doug, Doug kicks him off, so Corey ends up smacking him around a little bit, giving Michael some time to recover, because he really has to recover in this movie, and we'll get, we'll get to all this when we get to the Michael Myers section, and Michael ends up stabbing him, and killing him, well, slashing his neck, stabbing him quite a few times, and then killing him, um, and then Corey and Michael do another tag team where they go to Allison's uh, boss and co-worker. Um, well, he go, well, okay. They go to Allison's boss's house. Allison's boss's house. I can't speak. What the fuck? So they go to his house where he and her co-worker who got the promotion instead of her are. And Corey ends up taking out fucking the doctor with a corkscrew to the neck multiple times. And then she ends up getting killed by Michael, who literally pulls a bob on her, you know, from the original Halloween, and just sticks her right to the wall. Um, and then, uh, Corey ends up, you know, having some more confrontation with his dumbass bullies and shit, 
really goes down the rabbit hole, um, ends up going to Michael, you know, because uh, Laurie Schrode ends up, you know, finding him after he gets kicked out of his house and giving him shit, um, saying, hey, stay away from Allison, blah, blah, blah. And Corey ends up going to Michael and wrestles Michael to the ground, takes his mask, and then goes on his own killing rampage. He kills all of his bullies. Um, and then after that, he goes after Lori, to which he obviously gets his ass kicked pretty easily, tries to commit suicide on himself, and, 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 and it looked like he did, but we don't get to that point. So, then Allison walks in, thinks that Lori killed Corey, she walks out of the house, Michael enters the house, takes his shit back, kills Corey, Al- or, and then, um, Michael and Lori end up fighting for a little bit. Then Lori ends up, you know, pinning Michael down, killing his ass, and then um, Michael tries to get in, uh, you know, one last ditch effort to murder her by choking her out, even though he's fucking pinned down to the damn counter table, and Allison walks in and breaks Michael's arm, and then they slit his wrist, he dies, they tie him to the top of the fucking car, drive him to the junkyard, uh, and the rest of Haddonfield follows, and Lori ends up putting, or, or Haddonfield carries him onto, like, this, uh, grinder, car grinder, and then they all, uh, watch Lori push him into the grinder, destroying his body, and then she finishes her memoirs, Allison moves out of Haddonfield, and her and Frank end up sitting down, and, you know, looking at all the kids on the sidewalk the day after Halloween, and that's where Halloween ends, um, that's, that's the, uh, plot synopsis, so, yeah, that's very um, interesting. So, now, let's get into what I liked about the movie, because there's not a lot. It's a very quick section. Um, what I liked about the movie, the beginning of this movie was absolutely fantastic. Talk about a way to grab the audience's attention, because, man, in this movie, grabbing the audience's attention, um, they did it in a way where... You know, Halloween uh, Kills had the, you know, the flashback. Halloween 2018 had that, you know, quote-unquote interrogation slash interview scene, which, I mean, yeah, built tension, but this did it a lot more because the tragic death of this kid, like, I thought that, like, I went into this movie knowing the ending, knowing the beginning of the movie, but I didn't know how they were going to go about it. Like, I knew what would happen, but I didn't know how it would happen, right? And so... The thing is, the way that they killed this kid, you think they're going to do it one way, and then they do it a whole completely different way, and then it's like, oh, shit, you know? So, the beginning of this movie's great, and I think picking up with the characters after the events of Halloween um, 2018 and Kills was very well done. The beginning of this movie was very, very good. The only problem with this movie... Um, or, or, excuse me, that, that, that's really the only thing I can say that I like about the movie, is the beginning. Um, and that's it. Probably, like, the first 20 minutes of the film I enjoyed. Now, on to everything I just like about this movie. The kills. Let's just be quite frank here. The kills in this movie are not that, you know, they're not that special. You know, Halloween 2018, in my opinion, I would say had great kills. Um... And the reason I say Halloween 2018 had great kills is because, you know, although there wasn't anything that was super over-the-top and gory, per se, um, the kills themselves were 
very creative. Like, you know, you had Dr. Sartain get his fucking face smashed in. Yeah, he, he ended up doing some, you know, killing with, like, his knife and stuff as per usual. But, like, some of the stuff he did off screen, like the jack-o'-lantern head and stuff, was really unique and different. Um, you know, him killing a kid, that was very new at the time with 2018. Um, and that's funny, a kid has died in every single one of these Halloween, uh, you know, uh, David Gordon Green movies. There's always been at least one kid that dies. Um, so, you know, very interesting on, on that note, but yeah, at least in 2018 though, like there was some creativeness to the kills in my opinion. Um, in this movie, I just felt like they were lackluster, (laughs) because none of them are really gory, not really, like, this girl gets her face smashed in like Dr. Sartain, I guess, but it's not as gory, and they cut away from it so quickly that you can't even really see, like, the damage caused, um, one guy gets, like, blowtorched, but it's so blurry that you can't even really comprehend what's actually happening to him, one guy gets like a uh, drumstick to the eye to the eye socket. Um, another girl gets hit with a wrench, but it's like off screen. Um, Michael sticks a girl uh, to the wall. Uh, the other doctor gets stabbed in the neck multiple times with a corkscrew, but it's not even really that gory. Honestly, it doesn't even look that impressive. The co- I, I would have to say the most gory death in this uh, movie is probably the cop getting stabbed by Michael. That's probably the goriest death, I would say, um, in this movie. Outside of the kid in the beginning, but that was more of an accident. But yeah, so you have that. You have the death of Corey's mother as well, but that's also done off screen. And the funny thing is, they actually had pictures of Corey killing his mom. And they didn't add it in the theatrical version. So I don't know if they're doing an extended cut for Halloween Ends um, when they release it on Blu-ray. My guess is that they are because I watched the trailer before watching the movie. And a lot of scenes that were in the trailer were absent from the movie. So there might be some more kills that we actually get to see. Or maybe there will be some more gore in the version uh, with the Blu-ray. But, so, continuing with the kills, there's also the, uh, kill of the, um, Radio Man, right? Willie. And, I actually, I gotta give that one the goriest death. That was by far the goriest death. Um, but, I still think that this movie was very underwhelming. I mean, when you watch Halloween Ends, um, compared to Kills or 2018... This movie doesn't even feel like a Halloween movie. Let let me just state that. Okay, so the kills were lackluster. (laughs) If you want to do a kill count, Corey, let's see, he killed uh, the kid. He killed um, his mom. He killed the uh, homeless guy. He killed uh, the four bullies. So at seven thus far, um, I'm trying to think who else did he kill. Uh, and the doctor, so, Corey had, like, eight kills in this movie, I would say, um, obviously, if you count the kid in the beginning, some people may or may not count that, but yeah, so, Corey has around eight kills this movie, um, at least that I can remember off the top of my head, um, one of the, uh, kill, or deaths that happens in the movie happens because someone gets shot in the head, um, so we'll give that to one of the victims that ends up dying, um, so yeah, that ends up happening, um, and then, I'm trying to, trying to think, Michael gets, like, three kills in this movie, total, he kills the cop, 
So that that'd be the ninth kill of the movie. So he kills the cop. He kills uh, the girl that's sleeping with the doctor. So that's around ten kills. And then he kills Corey. So there's nine. Uh, so at, at this point, we're sitting at like eleven kills. And then Lori kills Michael. So I think there's like twelve kills or deaths. Let me classify. Okay, there's like twelve deaths in the movie. Corey gets like eight of them. Um, two were, one was Michael, uh, and one was someone else getting shot in the face, so it doesn't count, and then, that's, that's, that's pretty much everything, Michael got three kills total in the movie, Corey got eight kills total, but there was around, like, 12 total deaths, 12 or 11 deaths, so, there's plenty to be had here, so yeah. Corey definitely did most of the killing, though, in this movie. Um, and Michael took a huge backseat. But we'll get to that when we get to Michael Myers' on, uh, you know, section in and of itself. So, it, yeah, the kills are lackluster. Michael wasn't really present in the movie. Um, the movie was very slow. Not a lot happened till the third act. So a lot of this movie is like a drama slash, like, weird relationship romance movie in a way. It, it's, it's really weird. Um, and it, it just doesn't feel like Halloween. <laughs> and, in my opinion, when... Like, I don't like why they added a whole new character that they focused on for the finale. It's like, dude, you, you're ending your trilogy, and you're introducing a new character in your last movie in the trilogy, and you're focusing so much on this last character, or excuse me, on this new character in the last movie in your trilogy, and to me, it just, it feels bizarre, it feels really weird, I'm like, why would you do this, like, this is such a weird way to go about it, and then to make him, like, the main focal point of the movie, not Allison, not Laurie, not Michael, but this random new character, very weird, um, about that, the whole copycat killer thing, I didn't mind that, actually, going into this movie, I was very worried about the copycat killer, whole aspect of the movie, and that's kind of the only thing I'm mixed on, I, I didn't hate it, but I didn't necessarily like it either, it kind of was just in the middle for me, I was like, eh, it is what it is, so for me, yeah, um, I, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I didn't, I, I don't hate it like I thought I was going to, so, that's, uh, the good, the bad, and the mixed, now let's just talk about the Michael Myers part, because let me be real with you, Michael Myers is the reason that most people watch Halloween, okay? I watch Halloween along with most people just to watch Michael Myers kill a lot of people. The same way that most people watch a Friday the 13th movie to see Jason kill a lot of people. That's just kind of um, how life goes. Now, at the end of the day, the one thing that's very um, sad about this movie is... Michael doesn't even show up for, like, half the movie, you know? Before he even gets his first appearance. He only kills three people in very lackluster ways, and he doesn't even really have a long fight with Lori. It's actually really quick, and I'm very disappointed. I would say the H2O fight definitely was better than this one by a long shot. Michael in this movie was a bitch, too. That's a, that's a big no-no. The fact that you make the boogeyman, okay, the shape, a bitch? Come on, now. Like, I was so pissed watching this last night, but I was too tired to really give a fuck. But, okay, let me explain this bullshit to you, okay? If we consider the fact that Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills take place in the same night, let's look at all the damage that Michael Myers endured in a single night. 
Starting with 2018, the first thing of damage that Michael Myers gets is a crowbar to the face when Aaron hits him in the bathroom, okay? That's the first thing that happens to Michael. <laughs> Second thing that happens to Michael is, I believe, if I'm correct, Lori, oh, well, he gets hit by a chair, but whatever, you know. He gets a chair thrown at him, Lori shoots him in the shoulder, okay? And then, you know, he's kind of gone for a little while. Then when we see him again, he gets hit by a fucking SUV at full speed, pretty much. And slams and hits the ground. So there's that. Then Michael gets to Lori's house where his fingers are blown off. He is uh, shot in the cheek by Karen. Stabbed in the arm, I think, or back by Lori. And then hit with a frying pan twice in the face. Then he tumbled down the stairs. Got up, went to get Karen. Then Allison stabbed him once in the shoulder. Cut his forearm. I believe, or stabbed him twice in the shoulder and cut his forearm, and then he got kicked in the face, and then he went down the stairs. And then, of course, they closed it, they turned the fire on, and Michael gets burnt a little bit crispy, okay? So, that's 2018. Halloween kills, same night, mind you, okay? He's a little bit burnt up, he gets out of the fire, and he doesn't really take damage until... Uh, we get to the Lindsay Wallace scene. So, Lindsay is the only one that actually gets a hit on Michael Myers. Um, she smacks him in the face with a bag of bricks twice. And he walks that shit off like it's nothing, of course. Um, and then later on in the movie, when we see him with Allison, that's when he starts to get his next, um, you know, amount of damage. Where Allison ends up stabbing him in the gut, uh, two to three times. Um, and then, you know, he fucks up, you know, um, her boyfriend, whatever, and breaks her leg, and then Karen comes in, stabs him in the spine with a fucking pitchfork, and curb stomps his ass, and then the mob ends up meeting up with Michael, and Michael ends up getting hit a lot of times, I would say one, probably two, then gets hit by a two by four, and then gets shot in the chest, if I'm correct, four or five times uh, with a revolver at point-blank range. And then people just proceed to beat the fucking living shit out of him with everything. You can think pipes, bats, fucking everything. Um, and then Karen stabs him in the back. And Michael manages to get up and murder the entire mob and then kill Karen. And then the movie ends. So... Taking into consideration all of those things that I just listed off from Halloween 2018 and 2019 in terms of the damage that Michael Myers took um, in the in those movies, Michael Myers walked off pretty much every injury he sustained in those movies. And then in Halloween ends, Michael Myers, when you first see him, is weak. Like when he went, like when him and Corey tag team the cop. He goes to choke the cop. The cop smacks his arm and kicks him against the wall. And it takes Michael, like, forever to get up. I mean, forever. And Michael Myers... This is actually interesting, though. I will say this. When Michael kills the cop and stabs the cop, it looks like he gets, like, energy. And looks like he's healing. It's like every stab that he makes, every kill he gets, the stronger he actually becomes. When Maury mentioned that in Halloween Kills, I mean, at the end of Halloween Kills, most people are like, okay, Michael's on some supernatural shit. Michael Myers 
was stabbing this cop and getting stronger as he did it. And I was like, okay, that's very interesting. It's like with every kill Michael gets, the stronger that he gets, the more powerful he gets. Um, and that seems to be what happened. Now, um, when it comes down to it, though, the final fight was pitiful. I mean, yeah, in the beginning of the fight, Michael was fucking Laurie up, you know, smacking her head here, smacking her head there. Um, and, you know, he was taking quite a bit of damage. Um, but once Laurie, you know, stabbed him in the hand, um, and his hand got stuck on the countertop, like, Michael, for some reason, could not rip the knife out of his hand, which I find to be funny. It's like, this guy can lift up full human beings, and you're meaning to tell me that he can't rip a knife out of his hand? Like, that just seems very unbelievable to me. And then Laurie ends up, um, getting on his other arm and stabbing a knife through his other hand and then throwing a refrigerator on his left leg. So Michael's pretty much pinned down at this point, and Lori takes off his mask and slits his throat, um, and then Michael is still alive somehow, um, at, per, you know, proceeding to have his throat slit and his two hands fucking stabbed up against a fucking table. He rips one of his hands through the knife and grabs Lori and tries to choke her out, and if Allison didn't come along, Michael probably would have succeeded in killing Lori. Um, however, Allison comes in and breaks his fucking arm and then slits his wrist. Now, Michael Myers dies at Lori's house, okay? Um, but he was a tough motherfucker. I'll say that. Like, even though he fucking got hit in the face with a fucking, um, fire hydrant, or fire, fire hydrant, fuck, whoa, Jesus, fire extinguisher, I need to know my objects, my gosh, so, gets hit in the head with a fire extinguisher, she stabs him in both of his hands, um, and she stabs him in the side as well, like, in his, like, heart area, no, that actually be in his, like, right rib cage area, so she stabs him there, stabs him in the chest, slits his throat, and the motherfucker still has enough power to rip his hand through a knife and almost choke this bitch out. Like, Michael Myers is literally bleeding out, and he is still managing to almost kill this woman. Um, and yes, eventually Michael Myers does die from, you know, blood loss, but I, I gotta say, there's... Even though Michael died in this movie, there's no denying that there was some supernatural element to Michael Myers. Because in Halloween Kills and Halloween 2018, he took damage beyond a normal man by a long shot and survived and murdered a lot of people. Took out a whole mob for fuck's sake. After getting the shit kicked out of him and shot the fuck up along with everything else I had mentioned prior up to that point, and then in Halloween Ends, when we meet him, yeah, he's really weak, like, we're talking, like, human, like, old man levels of weak, like, this motherfucker can barely even walk, but once he murders the cop and starts stabbing the shit out of him, he's, he immediately is back to Michael Myers that you know, like, he's standing up, he's not hunched over, he's breathing better, and it's just like... Okay, there's something supernatural there. There's something supernatural there. And like I said, the fact that he's able to almost choke Lori to death, even though his throat is slit, his two hands are, you know, stabbed up against a table, he's been stabbed in the side in the rib cage area, like in the lungs and stuff on the right side, stabbed in the middle of his chest, hit with a fucking fire hydrant across the face, 
Even though all of these things have happened to him in the final battle, he still manages to almost choke Laurie Strode to death. And if it wasn't for Allison, he would have succeeded. He would have died killing Laurie Strode. So basically, Allen's, uh, Allison saved Laurie uh, by breaking his arm so he couldn't choke uh Choker anymore. But yeah, Michael Myers is a supernatural being by by a long shot. Like I said, no mortal man with his throat slit, head banged up, stabbed twice in the chest area, and both of his hands fucking stabbed up against a table and then one ripped off to, to choke the bitch. Um, there's no way a mortal man could do any of that and have the energy and the power to do that after receiving all that damage. Um, so Michael Myers is supernatural in this trilogy. I think it's pretty confirmed that he was supernatural. Was he obviously immortal or unkillable? No, but supernatural, yes. Um, and then, of course, they, you know, throw Michael's body into a, uh, a car grinder at the, um, like, junkyard. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely a um, interesting movie, um, to say to say the least. It's not um, it's not a Halloween that I enjoy. I would say that this movie I would have to put down there. I would even say it's, it's it, I would have to say it's worse than The Curse of Michael Myers, better than Halloween Two, Rob Zombies. But I mean, that is what it is. And for those of you that don't know, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, for me is pretty far down there. I would say the only two movies worse. Then the curse of Michael Myers would be Halloween 5 and Halloween 2. Um, so this is like probably the third worst Halloween movie in my opinion. Because like I said, no Michael Myers in this movie really. He doesn't get to kill a lot. The final battle was very anticlimactic and lackluster. I'm not very impressed with this film. With all the hype that they built up around it and the marketing that they did for it, you really hype Michael Myers up. And he didn't get much in this movie. He didn't even show up for like half of the film. So for me personally, I am not happy with what they did. I was hoping at least, at least you would keep Corey alive. Because it's like, well, if you're going to go through all this trouble of making a new killer in your last movie of your trilogy, you might as well let the motherfucker live, right? And, and continue to be the new Michael Myers. Because Corey, even to a degree, fucking... Okay... Corey, even to a degree, had some supernatural powers. He started getting that Michael Myers shit. Like, when his stepdad gets shot, he vanishes. He gets shot twice in the shoulder. Doesn't give a shit. And then he stabs himself in the throat. Okay? To, to frame Laurie. Right? Michael Myers comes to pick, pick up the knife and get his mask back. And Corey's still alive! And he goes to stop Michael from grabbing the knife. And Michael snaps his neck, killing him. But it goes to show whatever effect Michael Myers had on Corey and, you know, Michael Myers himself is just a supernatural being. You know, he's not unkillable. We now know that. But he was definitely supernatural and was able to tank damage beyond a normal man and have strength well beyond a normal man. Michael Myers and Corey Cunningham both displayed some level of supernatural abilities in the movie. So, although I don't like the movie, there's a lot of interesting concepts there, but in my opinion, they didn't execute it. 
well. That you should have kept Corey alive. That's the first thing. I think the reason Michael killed him is because he stole Michael's mask. And you don't fuck with Michael's mask. Un until that point, Michael and him just seemed to be tag-teaming with each other. But, it, yeah. Then you fuck around Michael's mask. And then he's like, fuck you, you're dead. But yeah, now this movie, in my opinion, is one of the most underwhelming things I've ever experienced. And I'm glad I didn't go to the movie theater to watch it, because I would have walked out of the movie theater being like, I need to go to the bar right afterwards. And luckily, I watched this movie early in the morning. Because if I were to watch this movie yesterday, while I was fully awake, I would have probably drank myself to sleep. Because this movie pissed me off so bad. But, um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have to say about Halloween Ends. My final uh, rating of this movie is a 4. It's, um, it's not very enjoyable for me, you know? I would have been okay with Halloween Kills being the end of it. And I know a lot of people don't like Halloween Kills, but I like it because I'm there to watch Michael Myers murder people. That's why I go to these movies, and that's why Halloween Kills satisfied me because it gave me what I wanted. Now, for Laura Show fans, like, you, you'll probably be happy with this movie, I, I would think. But for me personally, as a Michael Myers fan, and Michael being the reason I see these movies, I was not satisfied whatsoever. I do like Laurie Strode. I think Jamie Lee Curtis did a great job acting. Andy Matichek. Everybody involved with this movie did a great job. Um, but it's just due to the fact that the movie did not feel like a Halloween movie. It, it, even from the beginning, opening credits, the movie did not feel like a Halloween movie whatsoever. The most Halloween feeling part about this movie was the very beginning, the opening. But after that, this movie did not feel like Halloween whatsoever. The movie took place four days prior to Halloween. Majority of the movie took place before the night of Halloween. Halloween itself was actually, the, the night of Halloween was actually very short. In Halloween Kills, the entire night was Halloween. In Halloween 2018, a majority of that movie took place on Halloween. So, and, and what? At, at the most took a place a day or two earlier to Halloween? But yeah, Halloween ends, man. Big disappointment. It, it, basically, if, if you're going to go into this movie expecting Michael Myers to kill people and be very relevant in the movie, you're going to be the most disappointed motherfucking person on the planet. He does get a few kills. Three, Corey at the end, the cop about midway through, and also um, the girl that's sleeping with Allison's boss. A little bit after midway through. But outside of that, Michael Myers does not get any kills in this movie. So Michael literally walks out of his own movie with less kills than a brand new character they just introduced. In my opinion, I would have been fine if Michael got eight kills and Corey got three or four. I would have been fine with that. You know, just give Michael a little bit more like... I get it was Corey going after the people that wronged him, but fuck me, dude. This movie just... This movie's just boring. I'm watching this movie and I'm not having a good time. Like, if I'm sitting there watching this movie having to see how much longer the movie is, that tells you that you're not doing a good job. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis said that this movie will piss a lot of people off. And for, you know, good reason. Michael Myers is not that intimidating in this movie whatsoever. Every time he's on screen, I feel like he's a fucking... An old man. Let's just be... Quite frank here, he just feels like an old man, the old man that he is, rather than the supernatural force that cannot be stopped, which is obviously one of the main attributes about Michael Myers. And in this movie, Corey, you know, they focus on Corey way too much. They really, really did. Like, if this was the first or second movie in the trilogy, I wouldn't care. 
You could have made Corey had an arc through three movies of becoming Michael Myers. You could have given Corey, um, you know, introduced him in Halloween Kills, you know, so that way when Cameron died, you know, uh, Allison had someone to grab a hold of. But I think that Corey's character in this movie was one of the most contrived things. And I know a lot of people complain about slashers being like, they're the same thing, they're the same thing. But you gotta understand, when people go to a slasher movie, it's not supposed to be super revolutionary. Like, you go to a slasher to watch people get murdered in brutal ways. That's why it's called a slasher movie, right? If you wanted a like, this felt like the discount scream, in a sense. Where, yeah, it has Michael Myers in it, but it's not Michael Myers really doing most of the killing. And the whole copycat Michael Myers thing wasn't even really that long either. Like, that was actually very short-lived. Most of the kills in this movie happen very consecutively. Like, for instance, uh, the four bullies that he kills, one of them, or uh, no, two of them off-screen, one of them was blurred out, and then the other one was a quick cutaway as soon as there was some gore on the screen. So, in my opinion, it was very, very lackluster. Um, but that's where the majority of the killing happened. You know, there's some kills sprinkled throughout the movie, but this movie was nothing. You know, like I said, there was like, what, maybe 11, 12 total deaths. Corey had like eight of them, and Michael only had three of them. Um, so if my math is correct, that's 11. So there was like 11 kills in the movie, and, uh, then, and the, and the accidental death, so that's where the 12th one comes in, okay? Um, but at the end of the day, this movie's just boring. There's not a lot of killing going on consistently, and being able to visibly see the kills, like, I, I'm watching Halloween Ends, and I'm just disappointed beyond belief. This movie has me so disappointed, it's not even funny. Like, I've been looking forward to this movie all year since the last one, okay? I was like, I can't wait to see how they wrap up this trilogy, and they wrapped it up in a way where I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, this is how Michael Myers goes out, is literally removed from most of the movie, gets three kills that aren't even impressive, and he's a bitch, gets smacked around by everybody. Like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Michael Myers um, in this movie is fucking nothing. He is very pitiful. Um... Not James Jude Courtney's fault, but the way that they wrote his character, it was just like, really? Why does Michael Myers have to be a bitch? Like, now I can't do a Jason versus... I was gonna do a Jason versus Michael, um, you know... I, I was gonna do a Jason versus Michael, um, podcast. Like, I did one a long time ago with my friend Kevin, I think around when 2018 came out. And I wanted to do it with this new Michael Myers, but now that he got killed... I'm like, well, now it's pointless. And after his, after Michael Myers' performance in Halloween Ends and how fucking weak he was, it's like, you can't even compare Jason to Michael because his, he's just weak. He's just a weak old man. So yeah, um, Halloween Ends, the weakest out of this entire trilogy, in my opinion. I know some people are going to say Halloween Kills was, but I personally think Kills was much better. Kills at least was entertaining. Um, but Halloween 2018 is by far the best in this trilogy. That, that movie was absolutely fucking phenomenal. Halloween 2018 was a really, really well done movie. Um, Halloween Kills, in my opinion, was very good. And then Halloween Ends, it's like, boy. I mean, in Halloween Kills, if you thought the hospital scene was fucking slow and terrible, or you thought the ending of 2018 was slow... 
This fucking movie's runtime and majority of the shit that happens in it is slow. And that's why I don't like this movie. If they at least had plenty of slashing going on with Michael and Corey together or something like that, I could have I could have been more on board with the movie. If Michael Myers was killing more people, taking more damage and resisting it like like it didn't even affect him and he still died, I could have enjoyed this movie a lot better. Then he would have gone out more respectably. He would have gotten some, you know, good amount of kills under his belt in gory ways, gets a shit kicked out of him and still doesn't give a fuck. That'd be nice, but instead they turn him into a bitch and sidelined him most of the movie. Lloyd Strode, they sidelined in Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends, they sidelined Michael. So, but literally Michael is the face of the franchise. Who's on all the posters? Michael Myers. And yet you sideline Michael Myers. So, yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is my thoughts on Halloween Ends. I hope you all enjoyed. Um, There will be more podcasts coming out talking about Halloween Ends um, throughout probably the week. Because I'm going to really have to discuss about this movie as much as possible. Because it is the most sad conclusion I've ever seen. But, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. And I'll catch you all in the next one.